0: Well, gather round, everybody. It is time once again for the Steel Salary Cap Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Tim Kennedy. I'm here with Sean McGuire. Well, hey, Tim. Hey, Sean. Oh, we have DJ Sean with us this, <laughs> this week. You got like one sentence worth of DJ Sean. Okay. Uh, I got I got a new car. I rolled over here in a new car, Sean. I, you know, I
1: didn't even look out the window or take a look. I know. We, we were disappointed because you came in and, and there was a while before you came upstairs and I was like... It was, now i'm just realizing you're probably were like
0: hey i'm here with my new car i stood outside by my car just waiting for you to look out the window no did you have a boom box over your head i think it's <laughs> say anything is that what that movie is yeah. from i yeah. remember something from a movie yeah, it's
1: yay, yay. It's, a, it's a movie i've never seen One um out of many
0: oh you should see it it's of good. course i should um yeah, I think it, maybe it's just a different stage in life. Like my brother, Randy, used to be so car crazy. And when either one of us got a new car, we'd spend like a half an hour checking it out. And like, and I rolled up uh, this afternoon. He was at my dad's house when I went over there. And I rolled up in my new car. He's like, oh, it looks like you got a new car. I was like, yeah. And that was the end of it. Like, <laughs> I figured he'd like come outside and want to look at it. But no, just not. Not all that interested I guess that's just how things are now um, <clears throat> yeah
1: I mean I think we all uh, yeah it's like new car smell it's not really this this, this the getting a new car is, is in and of itself not new I, I when th- you're as old as we are
0: and you've gotten a new car many times I I, uh, I thought you might at least want to look out the window at it though. But I guess I didn't put two and two together and
1: think that it was actually here, oh. I, it, which is dumb. But like you, were ta- you and I were talking before we started recording. We were talking about your car, and I was just like, there's no part of me that's like, oh, that vehicle is right outside my house. So when we're done, I will go take a look at your car. Will you come outside? I'll, can I just <laughs> – I got a big window. <laughs> I, have to, I have to put shoes on. It's no, it's, it's snowy
0: fine. out. No, it's fine. You don't have to go. No, I'll go out. I'll go take a look. You know, I was thinking though. I think this is my sixth car in my entire life, though, so it is still kind of a big deal. Like, you six... think about how
1: many things in your life have you only had six of? You know,
0: that's your. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> uh. It's, yeah. So it's... I think you should. What I'm saying is, you should put shoes on, and actually it. come outside and. Are look you gonna at let me, me drive it? Sure. Really? Yeah. Wow. You, you I drove wouldn't. my last new car, I remember. Yeah, I've, I still I've, remember parts. Is of Is it a review. stick or
1: is it an automatic?
0: It is an automatic. We, <sighs> I th- when when I contacted the dealer, uh, they told me it was a stick, and I was like, "Sweet, I'm on my way." And uh, you got when, there, it's an automatic. And like, I got, nah, nah. Yes, I got there, and they had done the switch. And you haven't gotten to the point where you're just kind of like tired of changing gears. Well, I I actually don't do a lot of stop and go driving. This is really interesting, I'm sure for the thieves, but yeah, um, no, I kind of like as long as I'm moving. I like driving manual. I like driving a stick. So,
1: so we got to rent a car for a trip to Italy, and and you, you know,
0: can only get stick over there, right? That's the thing. Yeah,
1: like you you can you can get an automatic, but it's it's harder to find, and so do. The, they. Do so Angie was like, "Well, you can practice on Tim's car, but I can't practice on Tim's car. I, mean, I have to practice on, you know, one of the other cars or your old car. Our you're old still cars. around. Yep. I could, you could just you could just loan that to me for a week just to grind your gears on.
0: Consider it done. All right. Do they drive on the right side of the road in uh, in Italy? They drive on the correct side of the road. Yes, the, they do. The, okay. All right. So this the right side of the road. Very good. Well, we are jumping off. We're kicking off our oh. Wow, that metaphor, I'm not sure it works here. But we're kicking off our running back, rookie running back coverage this week. Mm. We're going to have several episodes where we're looking at the the rookie running backs. And we you, we organize the running backs this way based on having pro day numbers as best we can. Because not all these guys ran the 40 at the combine. Yeah,
1: so so some of the guys we're, we're going to talk about today are basically guys that we're never going to get pro day times in a, in a time where we can actually... Um, use it but a lot of what you're getting from us is what we see watching film anyway uh and i have a pretty good idea of who's who's fast and who's not and 40s only matter so much anyway But but we do
0: like to have as complete a picture of these players as we can before we evaluate them the
1: longer the more that these guys just choose to just not do as much in the combine then it's much more like that season where there was no combine and right. then and then we're scrambling the whole way through, and uh, I don't like that. I
0: like to have all the numbers up front. Right. Uh, I I was surprised to notice if I have my facts correct here, only two of the running backs in this entire class ran the agility drills. Yeah, that's like that really so the,
1: surprised me. So the, I think the, the the theory is they're tired from running forties and they want to have so a lot of a lot more running backs ran the 40, right? So I think they're putting down a 40 time here and then a lot of them will just do the agility drills and their pro days when they're fresher. Got it. I think that's, I think that's what I'm hearing. Um, It's still, you know, if they're all running the same drills, it seems like then their numbers go down a little bit because they're slightly more tired. I don't know. It should, it should factor into the analysis.
0: If your numbers drop that far off, Maybe, maybe you're not going to be good in the fourth quarter. Maybe conditioning's an issue. <laughs> yeah. Well, it probably only makes sense to start with Bijan Robinson, so that's what we're going to do here. 21 years old, 21.0, played for Texas, three seasons there. He just kept getting better every year while he was at Texas. He put up over 4,200 total yards, 41 touchdowns in 31 games at Texas, and he averaged six yards per carry. So just had a really nice career there. He's five 5'11", 215 pounds. He ran a 4'46", uh, 40 at the Combine, which is in the 86th percentile and was sixth in this class. Burst score in the 82nd percentile, speed score in the 89th percentile, dominator rating <laughs> in the 86th percentile. Yeah. He's a supreme athlete. Uh, and he's projected to go in the first round. Some people think even top 10. So we have we have a good running back prospect on our hands here, Sean.
1: Um, yeah, that's that's I think putting it a little mildly. Mildly, yeah. I mean, there he's not universally thought of as the best running back. Pro- I've seen a few people say other things
0: in this class.
1: Yeah, and oh. and and, and um, I'll just say I disagree with any other take because uh, I found myself after having reviewed watching all the film. I'm done with running backs. Um, It's, class is not as good as advertised. Hmm. It's, uh, it's, it's Bijan. And then it's a lot of guys with some question marks. Even last year, there were two backs that I thought were like stood head and shoulders above everybody else. Yeah, There's nobody that comes anywhere near Kenny Walker or or, or, or Brees Brees Hall, like as, as a second back, uh as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah, and I guess what I've heard about this class is just that it's deep. Maybe it wasn't as uh, you know, top heavy. Right. But that there's just a lot of like good backs.
1: Yeah. But like backs that I'm not entirely sure will have full-time jobs. And that's and that's my concern. But Bijan is going to have a full-time job. There's no, <laughs> that I, guy. This guy is really just honestly, he's amazing and you asked me kind of what I what I trade Ken Walker for Bijan, and it's tough because I've seen Ken Walker play well in the NFL, but I think I might like it's and that's somebody who really likes Ken Walker. Like yeah. it's it's I, he just he everything he does he does very well. Um. Uh, he he if he needs to get to the edge, he always makes it to the edge. Right. Uh, I feel like every single st- like he the I, I use I use the point guard analogy last week for yeah. uh, for uh, uh, Bryce Young and I feel like Bijan reminds me of a shark. So it's like every move there's a potential like at any moment he can just do something different and and be terrifyingly good.
0: Yeah, at that. And part of that part of part of that, at least from what I saw, he has really quick feet. And so if your feet are moving really quickly, you you can change direction very easily yeah. or quicker than anybody else. Right. And that's part of it I think for him.
1: I, absolutely and I think he he I love Kenny Walker's film last year. He looks like that, except for um like all the best parts of Kenny Walker's film. He has all that. And then he's got a couple extra – he maybe doesn't have the top-end speed of Ken Walker. That's probably fair. I don't think he's – he's not the overall athlete of, like, Saquon, right? Mm -hmm. But he might be a better running back than Saquon, like, uh, just in terms of um, actually being able to, um, you know, gain yards on the ground. He uh, – several times, like, he he, – I look at whether someone can juke somebody in the hole. So tight space. Can you actually just do it there? Uh, He can juke multiple defenders in the (laughs) hole. Like it's, it's really amazing.
0: He'll go up to the line sometimes. And he, his start stop ability is amazing. Yeah. He'll go up to the line. There'll be three guys that look like they're ready to tackle him. And he'll Mm -hmm. kind of pop back, run around to the side and get past them for an eight yard gain. Mm -hmm. It's like really impressive.
1: Yep. I agree. So I don't, even when his like his vision is just fine, right? Mm-hmm. But even when it's not right, when he actually chooses the wrong hole, he still does well. And like the, the only running back I could think of who's like that is AP. So Adrian, we saw a lot of in Minnesota. Like, I didn't think he had tremendous vision, honestly. Sometimes he he. Um, would I, I thought would make mistakes, but he's just bigger, faster, stronger, and and he would st- start with that mistake, and then it just wouldn't matter because he was just going to outrun everybody anyway. So, I feel like that's kind of like the the silver lining to Bijan is that I think he's he's got all that that all that ability to like even he's got the athletic ability on top of what I think is an otherwise excellent package of skills.
0: Yeah, he's got everything you really are looking for in a running back. He's got that lateral agility. I think you mentioned that movement in small spaces at the line. He's got power. His vision is decent. Contact balance. Um, he's also, he just looks pretty comfortable receiving. He's kind of got I think a- it's, yeah, I
1: think he's he, natural. I think his hands are really good. Um, I think his, uh, he's got very, he's got really good hip flexibility, which can really helps him in kind of zone runs, I think, uh, bounce from, Hold the hole as to deciding where you go, where you're gonna go. So, um, and then anybody who hits him, like hitting hitting him a little bit, is not gonna be enough. He's like the opposite. I'm I'm gonna use C.J. Spiller repeatedly because this is a guy that everybody else was like, "Oh, C.J. Spiller's a great running back," and I was to tell here to tell you, he's not, and it's because of the Lone paw disease, and Bichon does not have that.
0: He does not. Now. I do have one negative for hmm. Bijan. I have a couple, I have a couple negatives. Well, the one that I saw, and it's really again nitpicky, uh, but in in pass protection, it's almost a little a little comical to me that he'll he'll kind of turn his body sideways and then launch one one shoulder at the rusher, mm-hmm. which sometimes actually a lot works. of guys do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Lots of these running backs are not not good blockers, but rather than squaring up and taking a guy on, um, he'll kind of kind of do that turn sideways and pop like I do to my brothers in the hallway. Right. Yeah. He, thing is, he uh, when I was growing up, and I, I <laughs> yeah, still doing it. We're not well. We do when we're like you know at Christmas or whatnot, but <laughs> that's so funny.
1: The uh, uh, he uh, the thing is, is like. I don't know, I, I watched, a good example for me with, with pass blocking, I, I put it down as he's got some technical things to work on. I'm not really worried about it. But one of the things that was most amazing to me is is in the Kansas State game, there's a time when he actually just pass blocks a, a blitzer with one hand. Mm. He just The guy comes in, stops him stone cold with one hand, and just is holding him with one hand not physically holding him just told like stiff arming the guy and he, and he and and winning
0: is it like when somebody puts their hand on somebody's forehead and they're swinging at him yeah. you know and you're just it's more just or less like it was just, just more, it was
1: just like okay i've never seen anybody able to do that That's a, a high level player
0: that's a different lone pod disease <laughs>
1: yeah it is um so power agility vision balance acceleration deceleration hands athleticism these are all things that i, I saw as positives I didn't think he was a special route runner. If you're looking for somebody to be a wide receiver, running back hybrid, it's not Bijan John Robinson.
0: We got one of those coming up later. We do. Uh,
1: I didn't think he did actually great again in against 3-4. So teams that would line up in a 3-4 defense, I thought did better hmm. against them than 4-3 people, except, except um, especially in zone plays. So I thought he was having a harder time doing that recognition. Um, but the truth matter is like a lot of the times it was four four. It was four down linemen and four linebackers, and so of course he's not going to do great um, because uh, they just put in just load the box. Um, I think fantasy football wise, I don't care what format you are in, he should be the number one player off the board. I don't care if it's super flex, it should be Bijan. All right, should
0: we move on to the next player?
1: Um, yeah, Zach Evans. Uh, t- age 21, 21.7 specifically, out of Mississippi after TCU. We'll get into that in a little bit. Actually, I'll just as well get into it right now. He was in TCU, kind of lost his starting job to Kendra Miller, Uh, goes over to Ole Miss, and kind of loses his starting job there to, uh, to Quinshine Jud- Judkins. So uh, he didn't have a lot of wear, so that's a good thing. Um, He is... Uh, five s- eleven, uh, two hundred and two pounds. Uh, kind of a, a thinner guy. Uh, low low BMI. Uh, we don't have agility or in forty and and whatnot for them. College Dominator twenty four point three, which isn't great. Uh, yards per carry six point eight, which is pretty good.
0: And we don't know that stuff for him just because he didn't do it. He didn't do it. Yeah, we no. yeah. yeah. we have to.
1: He hasn't done it. It, you, we could pull up high school numbers, but I'm not a big believer in no. that. Uh, target percentage in college, 6.9%. Eh, it's okay. Um, so he he is a guy who, I think he was originally a five-star recruit, uh, was supposed to be uh, the big deal. They had a less, um, uh, less uh, prestigious or uh, uh, Ballyhood recruit and Kendry Miller, who ultimately ended up taking a bigger and bigger, bigger share of, of the pie there. He decides to go to, to old miss. I already kind of talked about this, but I don't know that that, I mean, it's an interesting footnote and, and explains some of the numbers and explains maybe why his college dominators down. Uh, the film I think speaks for itself. Uh, he is fast. He has uh, good power. Um, I thought he had good contact balance. I think he's got some nice subtle moves. Uh, I mentioned the fact that one of the bonuses, is he doesn't have a lot of tread wear here, mm-hmm. which I think is is a good thing. Um, a lot of people will see that as a, as a negative because uh, why is he losing his jobs to these other backs except for, honestly, he's losing his job to other really, really, really good backs. So um, I, I thought he uh, is... Uh, really good in zone uh specifically i think he presses the hole really well um and then uh he kind of will cut right off of someone's butt and and it's 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 very tight that move is real tight and so he i I think it it works out well for him um negatives for him uh i didn't think he was juky. um so he reminds me a little. I going back old school. He's more
0: Emmett than Barry. Um, I saw that too. I thought I thought he wasn't very elusive. He didn't create a lot on that, his own.
1: No, and and uh, I think that, um, yeah, for sure. I think he's his in the past game. It's not great because he essentially had almost no pass protection on tape. I couldn't find a whole lot where he was actually staying in to
0: block right he almost always went out
1: he went out it wasn't like he was getting a lot of balls either um when I did see him pass week, pass block it wasn't great um he fumbled the ball a decent amount five fumbles and three 300 carries as I said I didn't think his hands were great um he runs tall and when a guy runs tall I think about injury potential
0: yeah, um, I th- I took a note that he reminds me, uh, uh, we're in Minnesota, as we've mentioned a thousand times, but he reminded me of an old Viking running back, Robert Smith. Who I love, who and he,
1: turned out to be good, but he was
0: injured for his first four years of league. Yeah, he was this tall runner, long strides, um, and ended up, yeah, he was injured a fair amount, um, but I mean, I love Robert Smith as a player, uh, and that's who this guy reminds me of, but... Yeah, and needed to not run out of bounds in the NFC Championship game in 98. Uh, yes,
1: that's a whole other story. <laughs> but so uh, so what I thought about Zach Evans is I thought he did really well when he had great blocking. I think this is what, what you were talking about before. He's just not going to create a ton on his own. So, you know, um, I think he's really
0: built for a wide zone scheme. Um. Did you mention his vision? Did you think he had good vision? Because that 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 type of scheme requires a uh, running back to kind of pick a spot and go.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I, I I would say, it was fine. Like I didn't I didn't I didn't feel like he was p- selecting the wrong hole, yeah. So to speak, I didn't. I, so, um, but, it, it, you know, that's why ultimately I come to the conclusion that if he's if he's uh, like he reminds me of like a faster Trey sermon. That's you're telling people not to draft. Well, him, I mean, basically. no. Trey's problem is that he was slow, oh. right? And uh, if you think about the the running back who who replaced him,
0: not McCaffrey, but the the um what the low drafted guy. I'm blanking on his name right now. Oh, I was looking at my notes. So I can't. I'm not even going to help you because I wasn't listening to you. Okay. Can you can you ask the question again? Is the San Francisco running back that replaced Trey Sermon I mean,
1: It was like a six-round pick? Uh,
0: hmm, I'm only thinking of Tyrion Davis-Price, and he was a third-rounder. No, it was the previous Elijah year. Moore. Yeah, Thank you. Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Moore's a running back. We, we got there together. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Teamwork. We're going to edit this, right? <laughs> uh, so so Mitchell, he actually reminds me a lot of, of Mitchell, who my, a lot of my problems with Mitchell – coming out was that uh, he runs tall and he's, and he's fast and he runs tall, but he did well in an outside zone scheme until he started getting hurt, which is again, what I foreshadowed. And I really feel like that's kind of Zach Evans potential. So if he ends up in wide zone, Scheme offense like Chicago, Atlanta, Miami, San Francisco, Seattle. He's not going to end up in Seattle. Let's just say that, right? He's not going to end up in San Francisco. At least not with any potential. Um, But uh, Chicago, Atlanta, for sure, possibilities. And if he ends up there, I think he could be really effective. But I'm worried about his – despite the low tread wear, I'm worried how often he's going to be able to stay on the field running the way he runs. Okay. So that's – so. I'm okay on Zach Evans, but again, this is a guy that is kind of high on my list for this
0: class, honestly. But um, but kinda I'm not dis- I'm not super excited about Zach Evans. Disappointed you on tape. Did you mention anything about his pass receiving skills? I I, I thought he looked. I use this a lot in my notes this week, so I'm kind of disappointed in myself, but. I think it, I said he looked comfortable as a receiver. And and to me, what that means is he's not fighting the ball. Um, It's not that he displayed any special skills, but that he's comfortable as a receiver.
1: He was fine. He, you know, career, three years, 30 receptions. It's not a big total. Um, And I didn't see anything that was like, oh, they're just not using him um, as they should. Like, if I think about Tall runners and and their upside, like I, you know, you, I. The classic is like Eric Dickerson, like a tall guy who runs tall, and you know, I guess if you're Eric Dickerson, you're fine, but he's not Eric Dickerson, so, um, I think that it's, I don't see him as a significant pass catch threat, so, I I don't know that that's where I think he's gonna make his, make your fantasy points is sure. as a pass catching back. I think, you know, he can be on the field, but I think that that's about it.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to move on to Chase Brown. He is already 22.9 years old, so he's a little older for a running back. Uh, he did play five college seasons, which is why he's a little bit older there. He ended, he started at Western Michigan, but moved on to Illinois early on. In his last three seasons at Illinois, Brown tallied about 2,600 total yards 21 touchdowns, and that was in 30 games, and he averaged about 5.4 yards per carry.
1: I just realized I didn't tell anybody any of the the numbers for Zach Evans. He never got a thousand yards. We'll just say that, and we'll leave continue on. Oh, okay.
0: We can <laughs> we can pause if you want. Nah, to
1: that's it. right. it's 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 fine. I'll I'll remember next guy.
0: Okay, uh, Chase Brown is 5'10", 209 pounds. He ran a 4:43.40. That puts him in the 92nd percentile and fifth in this class. Uh, it has nice scores. Burst score is 95th percentile. Speed is 89th percentile. Dominator rating was in the 93rd percentile. It's accounted for about 42% of his team's offensive production. Uh, saw 8.2% target share, which was 66th percentile.
1: 9.75 RAS score, which which is, uh, is overall athleticism is at or near the top of the class.
0: Nice. He's projected, though, surprisingly, to be a day three pick. Yeah, that might. He's he had a really, really nice combine, so like that might. That change. might that might move up. Might end up at the towards the end of day two, like a round three guy. You think or? I
1: can't imagine him higher than round three. We'll
0: get into why. Okay. <laughs> All right,
1: I just think he's going to be kind of like it depends on what people what NFL teams see. Like he killed it at the combine there are other backs that we're not even going to cover that killed it at the combine because that's just underwear drills and like mm-hmm. you have to be able to be
0: good at actual football and so what did you see when you watched uh chase brown well as, as i i said i took this note a fair amount on these guys but i felt like he was a com- one of those comfortable receivers he wasn't fighting the ball he felt like he wasn't nervous when the ball was on the way to him um i saw him as like a a patient runner so he'd take some time to let a play develop in front of him with the line and then he would go through the hole i thought he had pretty good speed uh as evidenced in his fourth 40 time it showed up on tape as well um neutral wise uh i I like like i call it neutral because sometimes i saw it sometimes i didn't i saw him find creases but not always uh, I saw his, <laughs> he, I saw lateral agility if he got into the open field, mm-hmm. but I didn't see a lot of that happening at the line of scrimmage. So, right. um, it's kind of a plus and a minus negative wise. I felt like he played smaller and slower than he tested. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I didn't see a lot of power. I didn't see his contact balance wasn't super impressive. Um, so I, I, well, I'll hold off on my conclusion. I'll just toss it back to you. <laughs> okay, on that. that's fine. So I
1: think I did mine before the combine, and one of the things I put down positives was he will test fast. So I knew I knew he would do well in testing. Uh, he has a balanced game, can run man or zone. Although he doesn't it says I wrote down here, he didn't have the skills to run zone well because he's more of a reactor than a creator. Mm. So I think. Um, so I, I, that I think is probably uh, a uh, kind of a backhanded compliment. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's
1: pretty good at both these things, except we're not really. You know, <laughs> it's kind of, at of both us. of
0: them, but, but not really not one so of much. them. Yeah,
1: not really one of them. Uh, I thought it was a ha- decent pass catcher. Um, when I started looking at my game notes, game by game. Repeatedly gets ankle tackled. Uh, not a great ca- contact balance guy. Lone paw disease. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's what that means with me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Easy I, I really started to get excited about him, but then when I saw enough of him, I was like, boy, I'm just tired of watching this guy's film because it's just less and less impressive. Uh, I, hmm, and game note from 22 uh, Minnesota was really shitty vision. So that is not a good sign. Uh I think he's a terrible pass blocker. I don't think he has any real power. He's awful in short yardage, which is more or less what you said. Um, I didn't uh, think he set up his zone runs at all. Um, uh, vision not great. Poor situational awareness. Down in distance, he seemed to like, you know, like one of these guys that like doesn't see the yellow line on the field, which doesn't <laughs> exist, but like, you know, a lot of these guys seem to have an innate sense of where that is. Yeah, he, he does
0: not. Like he might get a yard, a yard away from the first down, and just and run like out of take bounds. a step back, or yeah, re- something. Run out of the yeah, bounds.
1: yeah. Um, and then also the other thing I noticed is that teams tended to figure him out in the fourth quarter. Like he would do well for a while. Um, I mean, maybe not the Gophers, but he would do well for a while, and then like in the fourth quarter was just getting shut down. And I think it's just because. He didn't have any, he wasn't creating anything on yeah. his own. I uh, think that we thought thought, uh, thought of it in terms of a negative is he's already got 700 carries in college. So mm. he's got a lot of wear and tear. Um, basically, my conclusion was watching him was like a million two yard runs until he gets kind of lucky and then his speed will get him a big gainer. So to me, it was like a less natural Isaiah Speller who's a little faster. Okay. So that's not a compliment
0: yeah and i i kind of landed with a similar similar conclusion as i i thought he could do some nice work if things are blocked well for him um but he he feels like a complimentary back to me he's not going to be lead a backfield i don't think and the fact that he's already 23 years old he's not a guy i'm real interested in in yeah, the
1: draft. no, I, I would again. This is like we feel like this is a Debbie Downer thing here with the running backs. There are definitely some running backs we're going to talk about that we like, but that's he's just one that I'm just I'm not in on. Uh, and I would be looking in a draft, I would be thinking about a different position before I got to him.
0: Yep, I agree.
1: Um, Eric Gray, yes, Eric Gray, he was a senior bowl guy, wasn't he? Um, Eric he Gray, uh, he uh, out of Oklahoma. Um, he is, uh, uh, 23.3 years of age. So also a little bit on the long in the tooth, uh, spectrum, um, uh, actually was most notable for, in the combine for literally being the worst performance in the juice daily drill I've ever seen. <laughs> I think he tripped over every bag. He literally, I think I could have done it. I mean, maybe not quite as fast, but like I might've, I, I would, I would have tripped over every one of the bags. Uh, and the the uh, he's out of Oklahoma, but he did start at Tennessee, uh, and he
0: played a fair amount at Tennessee too. He did,
1: uh, he did, um, but like not not I mean the 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 season in Oklahoma is last season he actually got quite a bit, uh, yeah. two over two hundred carries for almost fourteen hundred yards plus another two two and a quarter receiving, um, eleven touchdowns, uh, his his final year senior year. Um, didn't do uh BMI's over thirty, so that's a good thing. Uh he's I think he's uh five nine and a half, two oh seven. It's okay.
0: Um his uh I thought you like well, he's not really short, I guess, if he's approaching five ten, but you you kinda like those shorter I, I'm fine with a guy being short but, but he's not point. real short anymore, yeah. Yeah and, I, and also not really all that heavy at two oh seven. Right, um, so his, uh, uh, his
1: you know, his vertical, his burst score is pretty okay, you know, he was good at the vertical, not so good at the broad jump, so overall, uh, a pretty average number. Domineer, uh 27, eh, not so great, 5.7 yards per carry, uh, 12.3% target share, so he was catching balls um so uh yeah so you have any you want you want to start with your thoughts on the
0: tape sure i thought positive wise that he he exhibited some good contact balance i thought one of the things that he did stand out in for me was he would if he was in the open field he would vary his speed and we talk about that a little more with receivers sometimes Mm -hmm. to throw defenders off but um it's effective on the ground too yeah it it was effective for him on the ground as well he'd kind of get in the open field and slow down and speed up and it would it would keep defenders off balance um i thought he had decent long speed did you have his 40 time i can't remember uh i don't think he did a 40 okay well on tape it looked like he had decent long speed um, I thought his vision it looked like he had decent vision in the tape that I watched as well. That was my note, decent. Yeah, yeah, I didn't not great, but it, you know, it wasn't bad either. Um I felt I felt like he was a decisive runner. So he would once he did find the seam that he wanted to go through, I felt like he would put his foot in the ground and go. Yeah. But um, he doesn't have a whole lot of wiggle to him. Does not. That was a negative note I took on him. He's not an elusive runner at all. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, and then you already mentioned he he caught a lot of passes and he's comfortable doing that.
1: Yeah, his nothing special though. His I thought his speed was okay. I mean, we'll find out a little more later, but it didn't blow me away. Um, it his change of direction to me seemed slow. Like maybe that's mm-hmm. maybe that's the same thing you're saying as wiggle, but like. Yeah, not but elusive. If you, if you needed to to stop, you know, it's it's like a semi, you know, <laughs> g- breaking down, right? G- not quite that bad. Uh, my thought on on watching him was uh, harken back to the Simpsons episode uh, where they're where they're making a uh, they're making a dating tape for Ned Flanders, and Homer keeps on trying to do star wipes, and then Lisa's like, not all wipes have to be star wipes. And he's like, you know, why have hamburger when you can have steak, right? For him, it's spin moves.
0: Not all moves are spin moves, Mister um, Gray. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm <laughs> laughing because I've watched The Simpsons, of course, but yeah. you have an en- encyclopedic knowledge <laughs> of The Simpsons, and what you <laughs> just said episodes. made very little sense to me.
1: Well, hopefully the other the people are more with it with the uh, the pop culture of like three decades ago.
0: Well, and <laughs> as we've established earlier, um, steak is not necessarily my top meat. Is You know, it's
1: that's true for me, too. Have we, I I've, I think I've made clear about that, but whereas I have a steak dinner that if somebody has offered to buy me uh, as a nice gesture, and I have never taken that person up in it for that free steak dinner yeah. for 10 years.
0: What well, came out in The Reckoning uh, that... Do we mention this? Well, you were comparing... Uh, you said somebody has been getting uh, chicken nuggets their whole life, and now they're getting filet mignon, and I oh. was like,
1: well, yeah, okay. that's, this is that's pretty close else. for yeah. me. what if the chicken nuggets were flavored like fish like an amphibian (laughs) anyway that's (laughs) um, that's
0: a new idea for mcdonald's
1: uh yeah uh frog frog mcnuggets
0: so what what (laughs) was what was your point with the with the steak with i was just
1: saying he 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 has a nice spin move but literally that's what he does he does it all the time yeah and uh i think he uh reads uh man plays well um I think he does most things pretty good. Like, I don't hate him. Um, I just, he seems to be kind of slow laterally. And uh, his hands, he had he had production that I didn't see. His hands were great. Uh, to me, he feels like an NFL, like a late round pick. Um, there's some other guys that I would rather gamble on. Um, I, for me, the thought is, is like, is he going to be somebody who wins at the next level? Is he I just don't see him earning anything other than a backup job in the NFL.
0: So Sean, maybe it'd be good if you took a second just to explain when you're talking about man defense for running backs what that means.
1: Man No, it's not man or, defense. Or
0: or I should it's say like man, man versus, versus, zone. versus zone. Yeah, yeah. It Blocking.
1: Just naturally rolls off the tongue. Uh, do I have to explain everything to you, man? <laughs> Jesus. Uh So no. Uh when I when I'm talking basically for those who aren't nerdy about all this stuff uh uh different blocking schemes uh i use man and zone some people i, I use other terminology zone is basically offensive linemen are are, are all blocking it in a particular area and they're usually can tell if it's a zone run of all the, the offensive linemen move in the same direction at the same time they're not assigned to a particular person they're assigned to block the guy in front of him in that particular area and the running back has to basically read am I going to run left or right off of that block and it usually sometimes depends on how the offensive lineman is blocking that. Uh, Man is much more like when I played football in high school there was no such thing as zone blocking at least at high school. Me neither. And it was definitely like you see you know you need to this offensive lineman is pulling and needs to hit the first linebacker on the right-hand side or something like that. And so you've got specific assignments that you should know as the ball is snapped and the running back should know. And then we'll have to still have to run back still has to read what's happening, but, but it's, um, but less, they're basically predetermined as to where they're going to cut off of this particular offensive players, right side or left side kind of a thing. That's the design of the play, right? Whereas with the zone, it's definitely sometimes the running back is tasked much more with trying to lure somebody into going into a particular place so he can cut into a different place, right? Yeah, and it, so was it takes like, a little more creativity.
0: Yeah, that was my experience in high school. Is like the the plays that were called literally called the gap that the running back yep. was supposed to run through, and and the lineman had a specific assignment. To yeah, I
1: mean, we're, we're these guys. This is their job. Yeah. So, they can they can do a lot more advanced stuff. Right. Uh, I had to try to, you know, pass uh,
0: uh, social studies and math at the same time. So, I, I, I had other responsibilities. You had rigorous academics to worry about. <laughs> All right. On to Israel Izzy Ab-, Ab-, Ab You would like me to help you with this nope, one? Nope. I got it because I love this name. Abanaconda. Right. I think that's right.
1: Abanaca- Ab- Abanaconda. 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 No, Abanaconda. I'm not sure. Oh, I shoot.
0: knew at the time, I, I, I
1: and really, Izzy, just call him Izzy. I'm gonna, but I Abana, I like Abanaconda. this name.
0: When I was watching tape, I think I, it's a bandicanda. A really, bandicanda. I, I feel like it rhymes. Yes. I don't think it's
1: a bandicanda. I don't think it's a bandicanda. I think I think it's a bandicanda.
0: There you go. I, I think just, you're. Right. I feel like
1: it rolls off the tongue. Take two. We, we, well, no, because it's fine. But I've, we've we've had this Minnesota. We, I, I have to learn how to I mispronounce uh, Karell. Kapasov or everybody was pronouncing it differently when he first came to the team, and
0: it's one of these things where, like... You're switching sports again. Yeah. I, Minnesota Wild hockey player. You don't think everybody knows who I don't know. Is. Some people just watch football. That's true. All right. Izzy Abanacanda, yeah. I'm going with. 20.4 years of age. Mm-hmm. Played for Pitt. He had two big years at Pitt. His, uh, basically, sophomore and junior seasons... Uh, It led to 2,500 total yards, 29 touchdowns over 24 games, had a 5.7 yards per carry average. And the big stat to kind of pull out of his time at Pitt is 20 of his 29 touchdowns came on the ground last year. So he was a very productive rusher for Pitt last year.
1: Yeah, did you cover his Dominator, 46? 0.5%. 0.5%. I what, think that's his best in class.
0: It's nine. Well, nine. It probably is best in class. It's in the 97th percentile, though. So, there maybe is there's that somebody. Just, is that just in this class when they get the, the percentile? I
1: don't know. You're right. If, uh, you know, there could be somebody who's just like not any good at anything. I don't know. It didn't, isn't a, considered an NFL prospect. I'm not sure.
0: Well, he accounted for either way.
1: And my, on my chart, on the Sean McGuire chart. Yeah. I don't put down these percentiles. It is bright green.
0: Okay. Well, he accounted for a ton of Pittsburgh's offense last season for sure. He's five 5'11", 216 pounds. He did not run the 40 at the combine or the agility drills, uh, so no, I don't he, have those he did, numbers. He didn't do anything there. Nope. Uh, he had a 6.2% target share in college, which was good for 42nd percentile. He's still projected to be a day three pick given those numbers and uh should i just jump into my notes Sean? you can go
1: first or you can make me go first i don't care
0: well why don't i just since i introduced him i'll just go through i thought a Kanda had uh had good vision i think he's another guy that i saw where he kind of looked for a crease when he saw it he'd put his foot in the ground and go uh, he has good size for running back i think again uh, decent speed we don't have his 40 time but he looked he looked fast enough on tape to me. Um, he was bursty. I yeah. thought he was bursty. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll be
1: interested in what his pro day numbers are because to me, he looked like like that was
0: going to be a good number, especially considering his size. Um, and he's one of these guys. I'm I'm trying to remember who it was last year. We talked about one of these guys that I kind of would watch him run, or maybe it was two years ago. I'd watch him run, and it'd be kind of like unimpressed with the run. And yet he'd be six yards downfield. It's the Packers, um, uh, the Packers oh, yeah, yeah, draft yeah. pick two years ago. Yeah, Dylan AJ Dylan is like, I kind of was unimpressed with him on tape, and it was the same thing for Ab- Abana Kanda.
1: I liked I liked Dylan more on tape, but but r- r- to good or bad that that was my re I, I definitely like Dylan on tape.
0: Yeah, but like this was a similar guy for me where I was like, mm, that was that wasn't. An awesome run but it, he'd get six yards out of it so productive nonetheless yeah um for a guy his size i he got stood up more than i expected so i i think he might have less power than he should have hmm. for a guy maybe you maybe you saw some different things but yeah. in the games i watched that's what i saw yeah and i thought his hands were questionable
1: yeah i i would agree on that as well i uh you done I'm done.
0: Okay. I have have a conclusion, but I'll stop there. Okay.
1: Uh, So as I said, I thought he was bursty. Uh, I really thought he just, and maybe this is your Dylan comparison, he just kind of keeps churning his legs and eating up yards. And it's not always flashy, but the job is getting done nonetheless. Yeah. So I found myself liking him. I didn't think he was a special talent. Um, You know, I thought... He was I, th- I saw some like fearlessness. Like uh, he had seemed to have no problem lowering his head, running right into a defensive tackle if he needed to, and he would actually win a decent percentage of the time. So you said, you didn't see a lot of power. Actually, I really did see. I thought I thought he had good power. I thought he had good power. I thought he had good speed. I thought he had good vision. Um, I, his hands okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he had some moves. I definitely thought he had heart um i saw him getting i would say gets small through holes mm-hmm. um and and as i said fearless uh i didn't think that he was elite in any particular area i didn't think he was going to test he didn't test
0: but i didn't think he would test as an elite athlete um i think that's a that's a a big time statement you just made cuz as i'm looking through my notes it's like yeah i mean his vision's pretty good it's Speed's pretty good. Like, he's just not elite at anything. Right. Yeah. So,
1: I guess, to me, I thought that he's a guy that might have, like, a two- to three-year window in the NFL as, like, a guy that you could, that could, depending on where he lands, could get, uh, have a two- three-year window as a starting running back in the NFL. Ultimately, I thought he's fungible. Which is a word that very it's few people fav- use. It's one it's of my favorite, favorite words. Word. It just means that he's he that that he there's going to be lots of Izzy Aban- Abanacandas like in the world, not with that sweet name, but like, um, but he's, every every year there's a there's a a guy like there's always another guy, Alexander Madison, is another Izzy Abanacanda. It,
0: it's, it's fungible is your way of calling somebody a jag.
1: Yeah. Kinda,
0: yeah. But I, I, I
1: definitely think he's like better than a jag. I just think that there's always guys like him. Like to me, he, I could see him getting taken in the NFL in the fourth round. Somebody could use him as a band aid and have him start, or he could just be kind of a depth guy like Alexander Madison was. But I don't see him ever becoming like setting the league on fire.
0: I could see him going anywhere from round four to six. Yeah, I I could see I could see, I don't really could ah
1: uh, I don't I can't see you don't three, think so.
0: no no, yeah
1: no. yeah I could no I I for me he feels like a fourth round running back, yeah. so those are not guys that are amazing for you. But if you're drafting a guy in your third round and he has a decent landing spot and you might get a couple years out of him, that's a, that's a great move, right? So I don't I don't I like him and I want to like him more, but I but. Mostly because of his
0: name. Right. He does have a sweet name. He does have a sweet name. Yeah, my conclusion on him, I see him as probably like a first and second down committee running back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's just like, could I see him being kind of a bell cow on a pretty mediocre team and putting up a 1,000 yards in the league? Yeah, absolutely. But then at some point in time, they're going to, They're going to, he's like a Marlon Mack, something like that. He'll get replaced. All right. Last guy of the day, I think. think.
0: Yeah, I think this is our last guy.
1: Roshan Johnson, age 22. Um, Four years with Texas. Started out his best season was his first season. Um, And there's a reason for that. And the reason is Bijan Bijan. arrived. (laughs) Bijan arrived. So uh, he went from getting 123 carries as a freshman, which is like, oh, he's going to be pretty good. But nope, nope. Then he went down and basically was in the, in the double digits after that. Um, and, uh, you know, he tested, uh, he's big guy, 219 pounds, over six feet tall. Um, BMI is sub 30, just barely. So not... Ideal, but uh, his his uh, his burst his burst was really good. Um, So his ten yard split was one point five two. Sorry, his burst like his burst score was not good, which is interesting because that's like vertical jump, broad jump combined, Mm -hmm. and then we actually measure what he's doing on the in terms of running. That's the the ten yard split that was actually pretty good. Uh, His speed score was um okay uh 99.5 um weight adjusted was was better he has a pretty good relative athletic score so he tests as a decent athlete his dominator is very poor 12.7 again i think the presence of Bijan explains a lot of that Uh, uh over five and a half yards per carry in college um Six point one percent target percentage. So, he looks like a guy who <laughs> was a good, really good backup running back in college because he was a really good backup running back in college. Mm-hmm. Um, when I looked at the tape, uh, he uh, he doesn't exactly have burst. I feel like he has a speed, and that's his speed. Like right? he he doesn't. It, it's it's he gets to that speed. And then, and then it's not going to, he's not shifting from first gear to second gear to third gear. It's just like all first gear.
0: So, so is, like you said, his 10 yard split looks pretty good. So yeah. he, he gets up and going. Yep. That's. And actually, yeah,
1: actually it's very interesting that you say that because that actually I did these notes before he did the combine and it's exactly what you see in the combine yep. because his 40 was a four, five, eight, which, which is for a guy, his size is okay. Right. Uh, that's why his weight-adjusted speed score is is good. Just people know weight-adjusted speed score is something that I do. It's my own thing, but I I try to even things out in terms of.
0: That's a McGuire metric. It's a McGuire you metric. You should trademark that. And it's then pretty, sell Except for it to except scouts. for it's
1: it's pretty easy to figure out. <laughs> I can't remember what the formula is. I have it built into my tables. But anyway,
0: you, you made up this formula. I I love this.
1: Johnny would love this johnny would johnny can't have all of my secrets though (laughs)
0: um
1: so uh uh i I love listening to people uh the commentators um talk about him because they spent all their time gushing over bijan when he uh ran uh one of the games i watched uh more moves than x Lacks is what i heard
0: about Roshan or yeah, about, yeah, about okay. Roshan. Wow. Which is not exactly the thing I would say about him, but I thought that doesn't it was necessarily sound like a compliment, no. Well, I,
1: I mean, think it sounds like a compliment. It doesn't sound like it fits him. I don't really feel like he's got a million moves.
0: Anytime you bring X lax into a conversation. <laughs> it's, it's a bad it's a bad yeah, I don't it's bad. I don't want to be associated with X lax personally.
1: So, so he's got I think he's got nimble feet. Um he tends to find in his own run play he tends to find the right hole
0: yeah i thought Um, he had good vision you mentioned the 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 i think nice feet you said he does have nice lateral movement especially at the line of scrimmage for a guy again you have to consider how big he is too
1: uh maybe the best pass blocker i saw in in on tape um real solid
0: really good blocker
1: uh, he he they played him at Wildcat quarterback a decent amount. And I thought he did a good, pretty good job with that. Um, he uh, he seems like he is a high character guy. I would say there's at least one point in time when somebody took some, going back to my hockey analogy, someone took some liberties with his quarterback, and you know he gets in there, but he doesn't do he doesn't pull a, a sorry I, to. Badmouth, one of my favorite players. He doesn't pull a George Picken and just cross the line. He gets right to the line, and he basically makes sure everybody knows that he's in charge. Mm. So to me, he, that's to me that seemed like a, a guy who's completely in control and just making sure everybody knows this is the way it's going to be. And you want that guy in your team.
0: I, I took a note that I I said his teammates and fans are going to love this guy. Yeah, and I think you're articulating why. And so he. Uh, um
1: i think he i do think he his vision was pretty good uh he's not going to um he's not going to juke anybody out of their shoes right um but also at the same time no one's ever going to hit him real solid cuz he's he is he's he's jukey enough at his size to basically always kind of get glancing blows um but he you know he has he he i mean i say that but then the next game i, I he played in twenty twenty one. He played. Bijan was out, so he got the full run there, and he had a great game. Uh, good contact balance. Um, he's running over people, is uh, pushing piles, etc. Um,
0: yeah, that power power was another plus. I thought.
1: He, uh, I mean, he one of these guys that actually can just like straight up hurdle a man, which is, uh, he, he's, he did that at least once. That's mm-hmm. how um, that guy, I think we watched the same game. I remember hurting that yeah, guy. Was, was, for it a was not a particular great competition, but it's still college football. Um, he can physically just throw tacklers to the ground, like a Derrick Henry type. Um, so I, I, I just found a lot that I liked about him. um, the word I would use a lot is he's relentless. Like Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I've got a kid that like plays hockey. We're going back to hockey, right? It's fine. And one, one of the things that he's should be expected. One of the things that he is good at is he's always just been kind of a relentless player. And I remember him when he was a little mite, like, he would basically not stop until the puck went in the net, and they would annoy everybody because it was just like whether every, the whistle blew or not. <laughs> yep, just didn't care, right? Mm-hmm. We watched Evan Hall doing running every at the combine, every single drill he ran through the end zone, mm-hmm. kind of like that. Um, so I don't know. I like Roshan Johnson. I, I, I thought he's a good athlete. I thought he had really good power, unbelievable power, actually. Um, As I said, good low end speed, not much top end, good hands. Uh, I've used this before, contact balance of a Weeble wobble. Mm. Weeble wobbles Mm -hmm. wobble, but they don't fall down. Mm -hmm. That's it? That's straight from 1970-something, 74, who knows. Um, It's a toy, kid's toy from my childhood. Uh, Negatives, uh, I didn't think he always would see the entire field. He's not a home run hitter. Uh, he's a little bit stiff. Um, but, uh, to me, he reminds me of what people thought Zach Moss could be. Um, so he's better than that, I guess is what I'm saying Mm is like, I think if he gets put into a, a situation where he can be the power back, I mean, most fantasy points are scored on running backs who are 215 pounds or more. Um, and, uh, I think if he wasn't playing behind Bijan, he'd be getting a lot of buzz right now. He'd probably be considered one of the top echelon backs or at least pretty close to it. Definitely day two back. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with him just because of his... um, his uh, lack of overall production, but I think he could be a a real nice late round steal for for people.
0: I think you're right. I, you called him relentless. I mean, in my notes, I called him a good hard nosed football player. I think we're kind of talking about the same thing. And I think he belongs in the NFL. I'm going to be, this is a guy I'm going to be really interested to see when and where he gets drafted. Right. Because I think he was, he was just dealing with Bijan in front of him but he's a good football player.
1: Like I don't think he'll be drafted to start on any team, but I feel like he's a guy that like could be a one injury away from being like a NFL starter for three to five years. Yeah, I... and and I and I feel like that's going to be. You just want that guy to have that opportunity, and I think he's gonna he's gonna be such a high character guy that I think he's going to be, you know, like he, you know, maybe like uh, Williams in Detroit, like. Maybe his opportunity is not the first opportunity, but it's the second opportunity, and he runs with it. Jamal Williams, yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. Right. Yep. So, so I think he's a he's an interesting guy. Depending if you can hold on to him, uh, depending on the situation, but I like him.
0: Right. I agree with you. So we have, uh, I think, two more running back episodes coming up. Yeah. And uh, and
1: followed by a bunch of wide receivers and tight ends.
0: Exactly. We're getting we're going to get all this in before the NFL draft and then have our rankings out shortly after the draft because we know you have rookie drafts coming up. Yeah,
1: I think I I think I'm planning on putting out my rankings um like I uh, right away, like draft night or the next day.
0: Okay. On our Steel Pod group. I mean I will have my plan is to put together rankings before the draft, make some adjustments yeah. a- after the draft and then put those out as well. So yeah, and we'll do that in the Steel Pod, the Facebook group. Yeah. Uh, people don't know.
1: Like uh, interesting thing uh, we, we probably say this for people listeners all the time, but we do get new listeners from time to time. And uh, the thing is is that we we play a brand of fantasy football that is very like idiosyncratic. Like everybody's league is different. It's hard to make broad statements about things when you don't know everybody's contract structure and 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 all that other business. But we sort a lot of that stuff out in the steel pod, which is the name of our Facebook group, and uh, and people are posting on there. In fact, uh, Mister Cooley has posted a question just while we we're recording. It's a great chance to 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 kind of uh, shop your your strategy questions. A lot of this is this game is very different from regular dynasty in just that there's a lot more strategy involved and, and the folks who have joined this group um, are interested in in uh, sharing their ideas and their thoughts. And people sometimes like post spots and an open leagues. So like if you're thinking about this and thinking about doing this but you don't know how to start a league yourself or whatever and you just want to give something a try. Join, join us at the Steel Pod, and you'll see that there's a, at least right now there's at least one person who's like, I got a spot open in the league. Whoever wants to do it. So, um, yeah, Christopher. Christopher. I don't know where Christopher's from. And don't give his last name or his social number.
0: Right. All right, thanks for joining us today. We are so glad you were here. We look forward to doing this again next time. And until then, bye bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Steel. Join our community on the SteelPod Facebook group and follow us on Twitter at SteelPod.